Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM, let's create. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. I'm Gabe Lusier, and in this episode, we're talking about the surprising origin of Sadie Hawkins Day, the only holiday based on events in a comic strip. The day was November 15th, 1937. Cartoonist Al Cap introduced the pseudo-holiday known as Sadie Hawkins Day, in his Lil Abner comic strip. While many listeners have likely never heard of Lil Abner, they're probably still familiar with the idea of a Sadie Hawkins school dance, an event where the traditional roles are reversed and the girls ask the guys to dance. It's a somewhat outdated tradition, but it's still going strong in some U.S. middle schools today. The concept goes by plenty of other names, too including the Sweetheart Dance, the Girls Reverse, the Backwards Dance, and a host of others. But Sadie Hawkins is the most common by far, and it sprang directly from a controversial story first told in the panels of Lil Abner. In 1932, a 23-year-old aspiring cartoonist named Al Cap left his hometown in New Haven, Connecticut, and hitchhiked to New York City in search of work. He eventually found a job at the Associated Press, contributing scripts and drawings for several existing comic strips. 
by 1934, Cap had come up with an idea for his own comic strip, a series about the lives and misadventures of the residents of a fictional Kentucky town called Dogpatch. He called the strip Lil Abner, after its main character, a young man named Abner, who was actually quite large for his age, making up for his lack of brains with an overabundance of muscles. Many of the storylines centered on Abner getting into trouble, often after being fooled by his more intelligent peers, only to be rescued by his longtime girlfriend, Daisy May. As you may have gathered, much of the strip's humor relied on stereotypes about hillbilly culture in the U.S. South. Most of the characters were simple-minded farmers who knew little about modern civilization and whose dialogue was loaded with southern slang and Appalachian dialect. The setup wasn't as mean-spirited as it might sound, though, and there was often a good deal of biting social commentary hidden within the stories, including references to the national events, trends, and politics of the day. As a result, Lil Abner attracted a surprisingly wide audience, given its subject matter. And even more remarkably, it held on to much of that readership for more than four decades. After debuting on August 13, 1934, the strip ran all the way until November of 1977. At its peak, Lil Abner was carried by more than 900 U.S. newspapers and about 100 more overseas. The series was adapted in books, plays, movies, and TV shows, and spawned a successful line of merchandise, too. However, its most lasting contribution to American culture is, without a doubt, the annual tradition of Sadie Hawkins Day. The storyline that gave rise to the holiday began on November 15, 1937, and revolved around the Hawkins family of Dogpatch. Wealthy patriarch Hex Zabiah Hawkins had grown increasingly worried that his daughter, Sadie, might never find a husband. He didn't think much of her prospects because she was already 35 years old, on the verge of spinsterhood in his mind, and was known throughout the town as, quote, the homeliest gal in all them hills. And so, Hex Zabiah did what any loving father would do. He gathered all the eligible bachelors in town, at gunpoint, and set up a foot race in which his daughter would chase after them. And if she happened to catch one before he reached the finish line, that man would be legally bound to marry her. Once again, at gunpoint. In the end, Sadie did catch herself a husband, and that success inspired the other unmarried women of Dogpatch to make Sadie Hawkins Day an annual event. A storyline like that would be a non-starter today. But in 1937, readers ate it up. Within a few years, Sadie Hawkins Day took on a life of its own and became a real-world event, only with dancing instead of forced marriage. Of course, Al Cap never imagined his throwaway gag would gain so much traction with the public. But after the initial strip in 1937, he received so much fan mail that he revisited the storyline the following year. By that time, some American college students had already borrowed the idea of gender role reversal by holding Sadie Hawkins' dances on campus. The trend continued to grow from there, and by the winter of 1939, Life magazine reported that more than 200 colleges across the United States had declared Sadie Hawkins' days of their own. Meanwhile, Al Cap continued to bow to public demand by going back to the Sadie Hawkins theme each November. 
With Sadie herself already wedded, the strip shifted focus back to its protagonist, Lil Abner, and his ongoing quest to outrace his girlfriend, Daisy May. That routine continued with some variation for the next two decades, culminating with the couple's marriage in 1952. By that point, Sadie Hawkins Day was reportedly celebrated at more than 40,000 institutions nationwide. During that period, Al Cap said he received tens of thousands of letters from colleges, communities, and church groups who all wanted to know the official date for Sadie Hawkins Day so that they could plan accordingly. The cartoonists dodged the question for decades, insisting that there was no set date and that it just happened on the day when he said it happened. That uncertainty led people to draw their own conclusions. Most settled on November 13th, two days before the event's first appearance in the comics, but others thought the premiere date itself made the most sense. Still, some people conflated the idea with Bachelor's Day, an old Celtic tradition where women were encouraged to buck tradition and propose marriage themselves during leap years. As a result, some Americans started celebrating Sadie Hawkins Day on February 29th, making it a once-every-four-years event instead of an annual one. Al Cap finally put an end to the confusion in the very last Little Abner daily strip that he ever wrote. On November 5th, 1977, he declared once and for all that the true date for Sadie Hawkins Day was November 26th. Most colleges and universities adjusted their calendars accordingly, and as the years went by, high schools and middle schools began adopting the practice as well even though most of their students had no idea who Sadie Hawkins was or that the idea had spun out of a 1930s comic strip. Sadie Hawkins' day may seem like a relic of the past now, especially given its problematic origin, but it's worth noting how progressive an idea it was when it first caught on. Not the comic strip version, that was always pretty sexist and terrible, but the real-world dances were a chance for young American women to claim a bit of agency in their own love lives during a time when that was mostly discouraged. To be clear, Al Cap was no feminist. In fact, he was a known womanizer and was frequently accused of sexual harassment and assault. But buried beneath his tired jokes about desperate, man-hungry spinsters was the kernel of a good idea that women should be able to play a more active role in finding their romantic partners. I think that's what struck a chord with the public, and why Sadie Hawkins' dances became such a staple of student life. On some level, the country was ready to leave behind its outdated gender norms, even if only for one day a year. Thankfully, teenagers and adults are a lot more open-minded about asking each other out these days. Everyone's free to make that first move, regardless of gender. And while it can still be scary to put yourself out there like that, at least now we can just send a text. No awkward dance or misogynist foot race required. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.
NFLshop.com is your one-stop shop for officially licensed NFL gear to rep your favorite team. Check out the latest arrivals of jerseys, T-shirts, and much more. You'll find everything you need for a winning season with the best selection of NFL gear you'll find anywhere. Assemble your fan uniform for cheering on your team everywhere from the stadium to your couch. Shop an unbeatable selection of gear to showcase your team pride and style. To shop now, go to NFLshop.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.